Good morning, Jerry. <laughs> what a what a wonderful voice you have this morning. You have your podcast yeah. voice on, don't you? Yeah, I, I got my radio voice on. It doesn't work wow. on TV, but it sure does well on radio and podcast. Well, yeah. the face lucky for, for, us. for radio, the face for radio. Lucky for us. That worked out well. Well, good morning to you too, sir. Yes. So, by the way, should I should I do my spiel or what do you think? Yeah, do your shtick. Let everybody know what we're up to. All right, you can just take a nap while I do this because I know you're tired. You had a big night. Yeah. You had a big night. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh boy, did I. Yeah. Okay. Look. What do we got going on here? All right. This is the Bro Show. We are actual brothers. My name is Jerry, and my name is John. Yeah. Every Saturday morning at seven thirty. We talk about four things. Mm. One of those things is an animal. And that Ooh. animal corresponds directly with the season we're in. Yes. With, which are named after animals. And this is the season of the tiger. So we're going to have a tiger story for you today. Yeah, it is outstanding. And we have a word that Ooh. we came across in our research. And mm. we've got a word, got a word for you. Got then we've got two... Got, got a word. Got two takes on some issue, event, thing that happened. Mm. Okay, we've got one of those, and you won't expect this one. This one, I don't think people are going to expect this one, John. Okay, okay, all right, okay. And last but not least, we have two groaners, dad Ooh. jokes, bad jokes. Ooh, they are get. lousy jokes, mm. but they're good. Yeah, but they're so bad they're good. So that's it. That's that's our deal. Hey, uh, what T-shirt are you wearing today? Well, I'm pleased to report that for the second week in a row, and I have watched it, I am wearing the Season of the Tiger Rodat Show T-shirt. Oh. I decided to wear that shirt uh, starting Thursday because I was was determined to wear Mm. this shirt until Mm. I got somebody to notice it. So I started wearing it Thursday. And finally, last night yeah. at 11.30, somebody noticed the shirt. Who was that? Was this an innocent bystander? This was a bystander that came by, and what they, this lady came up and says, wow, what a shirt. And then I said, oh, good, now I can give my spiel about the podcast. So yeah. I gave the spiel, and I thought, yeah, this is going to go over like a lead balloon. It's 11.30 at night in the beer garden at Clark Street Ale House, and they're going to remember the bro show. 30 seconds later. The woman comes up to me and she shows her me for her phone and says, is this the show? I said, yeah, that's it. She had it on her phone and she says, I will what? I will listen to it tomorrow. Wow. So okay. mission accomplished. I, I finally, after three days, got somebody to notice it, notice the shirt. Three days it took. <laughs> well, <laughs> after four or five days, there's another reason they would notice it. <laughs> Yeah, because of the smell. But I, I, I gave it the, the sniff test every every day to make sure that I wasn't going to be, uh, you know, obnoxious with, the yeah. with respect to scent. Yeah, yeah. We just have old man smell on it. It wouldn't be anything worse yeah. than that. Okay. Oh, well, wow. that's it. What yeah. are you wearing? Well, I'm wearing Clark uh, about Street Ale House. Clark Street Ale Ooh. House t-shirt with the set list on the back. It's a, kind of a darker red. Um, I, I like this shirt a lot. It's a good summer shirt. 
So that's what I've got on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know you probably weren't expecting that. Yeah, it is such a deal. Hey, do we have a sponsor? Yeah, we do have a sponsor. We started our sponsor last week. We're, We're very pleased to announce last week that our sponsor is Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue is a sanctuary that uh, started rescuing cats uh, back in 1992. It's a non-for-profit 501c3 organization. Their sanctuary is located a little bit north of Tampa, 60-plus acres, and they care for cats that have been – big cats that have been abandoned, abused. You know, the circus animals, the ones that do Mm -hmm. uh, tricks and finally get a little worn out or get abused, and they take care Mm -hmm. of them. So uh, they're one of the most influential uh, sanctuaries for exotic cats, uh, and they are a leading advocate for ending the abuse of cats. So they do – they not only house animals that have been abused, but they also fight the cause and do what they can to end this abuse. Um, Wow. I feel very good. They've been been, uh, acclaimed by a variety of organizations. They're considered Mm -hmm. a top-notch – Profit, non-profit organization. So that's that's the spiel. And by the way, the main thing for them is they have swag. Including yeah, they do. They have t-shirts. They have t-shirts. T-shirts and t-shirts, hoodies. But the tees are what we really like, like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. beam in mm-hmm. on and look at. And they've got a lot of different ones. And I am sorry to say that I haven't fulfilled my obligation to get that shirt yet, but it will be done today. Okay, just to let you know. Okay. I'm looking forward All to getting right. one. All right, good. I'm looking forward to seeing the, the photo op on that one, too. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, that's the deal. Okay, cool. Cool. Hey, we have a tiger story. Uh, this is going to be Tiger 101. Yeah, it's we just, need to get like, off to a good start. Yeah. We want to be semi-intelligent yeah, we before we start this, uh, the, the string of stories we're going to be doing over the, over the upcoming episodes. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. what we've done is we've taken a look at what we consider some of the the more basic things that people, you know, want to know. And I think I'd like to start out with and maybe ask uh, producer Animal Man here some questions mm-hmm. and maybe we can yes. get, we can we can become somewhat uh, learned on with about these wonderful animals. Where do oh, yeah. tigers live in the wild? So where in the in the world would we find these animals? Okay, this is a very good question. When people think tiger, there's two things they think of. One, if you really don't know much about big cats, you might mistakenly think they're from Africa. Mm. No, lions are from Africa. Tigers are not from Africa. The second guess people have is, oh, they're from India or Bengal. Better answer. Better, but that's not really where, if they had, you know where they really like, they like to hang out. In cooler, climate, temperate climates, not Ooh, too hot, yeah. not too cold. Yeah, let's go for the so, best place, China. Wow, and hey, got a lot of ter- got a lot of territory oh, to cover. A lot of territory, yeah, yeah. South, uh, you know, east, you know, that area there. But they go all the way up into Siberia. You know, there there's tigers that hang up north where it's nice and cool. Mm. Yeah, so that's the deal on on mm. tigers and where they live. Well, once they figure out where they're going to live, what do they chomp on? What kind of food do they eat? Well, they eat large prey. I was going to say they eat anything they want. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of their way. Yeah, they're they're a hungry animal. Big animal. And big teeth and big claws. So, yeah, it's a big cat, as, as Big Cat Rescue would indicate. Yeah, they are big, and they, you know, deer... 
uh, pigs are very scrumptious for, uh, for, for tigers to eat. So big prey, large prey, you know, hoofed animals. Oh, Hey, you know what? So what you're saying is they're corn of corn, meat eaters. Oh, oh, big time. So they're going to skip the salad when they eat, right? Oh, yeah. They skip the salad entirely. (laughs) You know? Yeah, they're they're out of there. You know, now if if they're eating something bad and they're a little sick, they may eat some grass or some herbs or something, you know. For medicinal purposes? (laughs) Yeah. Only for medicinal purposes. So if that is what they eat, what kind of animals do they have to concern themselves with that are going to eat them? Other tigers. That's it, huh? How about an elephant? Humans. 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 <laughs> Humans. So yeah. really there is not Elephants that, uh... elephants don't attack them. You know, okay. elephants don't attack them. If they if they misbehave with a member of an elephant's herd, then an elephant will come after them. And an elephant will definitely defend themselves. And wow. uh yeah, but you know, mo- most of the big cat elephant conflicts take place in Africa. And uh, that's where, you know, an elephant will fight a lion pretty quickly because they their territories and water holes overlap. But I think yeah. it's less so. I think it's less so in, in Asia. Where hey, it, you know, what I found was very interesting is how long these animals live and the, the length of their lives is somewhat different when they're, you know, uh, actually, you know, in zoos or whatever and living out in the wild. So how long do they live? Uh, yeah, out in the wild, they, they live around 11 or 12 years, and they live about twice that in captivity. Yeah, and pretty interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, and you wouldn't wouldn't think that, but uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of bad stuff can befall a, a tiger. Lions mm. too, you know, all the, the yeah. big cats. You know, it's not all glamour. Uh, you know, they 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 compete very often for breeding rights and what have you in a pod. Right. So. They're going to fight with other tigers, and that could spell a short lifespan. And you know that's an average, also. So right, you know, yeah. So that that's a misleading number. But in captivity, they're twice as long. You know, they don't have to hunt. You know, they they're right. hand, in captivity, they're handed yeah. their food. Yeah, Big the risk wild in hunting. is wild and yeah, the wild is wild and woolly. You're going to be careful yeah, out there. Yeah, it's full yeah, of. It's uh, Dangerous situations, so yeah, it makes sense. You know, there's are they an endangered species? How many how many of these critters do you think are hanging on, on a little over on a little over three thousand, I think, a little yeah. over three thousand. But it's very hard to uh, count these animals. We found that out. It's even harder to count whales, as we discovered last year, <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> because you know, yeah. big ocean out there. But uh, it's also very difficult to uh, to count a lot of these apex uh, predators and stuff because they're wow. wily. You know, they're not they're just hanging around. They're mobile. They have, you know, they have territories that are large. So it's not easy to count these guys. But people think around 3,200, something like that. Great. Got, got one more question for you. How yeah. big do you think these critters, um, how big do they get the uh, weight, height, or length? You know, uh, I, I don't know. I didn't prepare for that. I don't have an answer oh. for you. Okay, well, yeah. I would say, I, I could, come on, give your your wild ass guess. Okay, my wild ass guess would be, <laughs> I would say they're they're about six or seven feet long. Long, um, yeah. And uh, I don't know if that counts the tail or not, but they are a long animal. Uh, and I would say, in terms of weight, they weigh a hundred, couple hundred pounds. 
I would pounds. say 250, maybe even some of the bigger ones might weigh, weigh 300. But yeah, I'd say 200 is probably a more appropriate answer. And how well, long are they? How long are they? I would, yeah, I, you know, the fact is I'm asking the questions and now I'm coming up with wild ass answers. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, the, your ears are wild ass? I thought you had the stats in front of you. No, I had a wild ass question that it required a wild ass answer. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, okay. I'll do a little research next week and I'll I'll verify. Sounds good. Yeah, we we got a few more episodes where we can talk about tigers, so we'll have to look into that. Yeah, twenty four of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a word. We do have a word. We do have a word. It's a multi syllable (laughs) word. Yeah, we we all know kind of the 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 noun formula, but there's another word formulaic. Formulaic, F-O-R-M-U-L-A-I-C. This means containing or consisting of a fixed or repeated group of words or ideas. It could be based on a model or set rules. So I kind of think about formulaic when uh, I'm not a – and I shouldn't really think this way because I'm not a songwriter. But Mm. songwriting quite often is is considered to be – you have to have a set of sort of basic rules on on which if you're going to write a song you need to start with so it songwriting can be formulaic it's one of many things writing uh can be formulaic as you write a sentence we know that it has to be structured in a certain way so yeah and i got this uh idea when i was uh, actually thinking a little bit about some of the rules that exist when you you know the u.s news and world report comes up with a a uh, a list of the best colleges in the United States, uh, national universities, and sure enough, they have a set of rules. They have different criteria upon which they grace it, uh, rate it, so it's formulaic. And I got the source from the songwriting. Is songwriting formula really so bad? And you kind of write songs, so you probably kind of get a feel for, you know, some of the boundaries you run into or how you get started. Creative, creativity needs a jump start, really. Yeah, sometimes it does. Uh, I've, led, I've read lots of interviews with different songwriters who are quite prolific. And, you know, as far as where the inspiration comes, sometimes the melody comes first. Sometimes the words come first. Um, yeah. Sometimes uh, sometimes even a rhythm will come first, you know, with highly rhythmic uh, kinds of songs. But you're right. There is kind of a formula. You know, when we were growing up, rhythm and blues um, became a, a dominant influence in our music yeah. and yeah, those songs very often, you know, they have a very set structure in terms of chords. If, if you have a, a scale, you know, with, with, uh, seven, seven notes in it, you know, right. And, yeah. And so if each note were a chord and they are, each note has its own structure as a chord, then, you know, many of the rhythm and blues songs we grew up with were one, four, five. You know, C, F, G. You know, wow. If you're in the key of C, those are three chords. That's twist and shout. You know, that's, yeah, uh, makes sense. yeah, a whole bunch of songs like that. You know, good okay. luck, you know, by the rascals is built on three chords like that too. So, you know, there are a lot of them, hundreds and thousands of songs. So yeah, there is a formula. They are formulaic to an extent. And what that's, everybody gets used to the formula. Then people break the formula, but people fix it again. It's like fashion. Yeah. Yeah. What's fashionable. And, of course, we're talking different genres of music, so we could be country and western, blues, rock, symphony, you name classic. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, so that's our word, formulaic. Yeah. Uh, formulaic. Wait, we got two takes. This two takes thing, oh. I, it took me a while to warm up to this time. Yeah, this is this is something you got to kind of think a little bit, and that can challenge both of us. And so mm-hmm. well, we had to put both heads together, and, uh, and we're still kind of reeling a bit. But I think we can do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's Jesus. what goes. Uh, you know, is I came across this because of the school I went to, Washington University, which had a reputation ten years ago of being a pretty exclusive school to the extent that the amount of students that they uh, they had that they gave financial aid to was very very limited. So they they figured that they needed to do something about it, and sure enough, I learned about something that is called need blind admission policy. Need blind. So what does need blind admission mean? And uh, this is something that would probably be useful for, uh, you know, high school students that are looking to get into a college. This is something to consider. Need blind means that a college will not consider an applicant's financial situation when making the admissions decision. So what they do is they – now, does that mean that you don't hand into them financial information? No, you still do that. But what you, they don't do is they don't consider that when they decide. So this way, why would a, why, why would a, uh, a university do this? Well, they, they would do it because it increases the quality of student they have because they only consider their actual criteria that they, you know. And so uh, that's what needs, need blind admissions, need blind admissions means. Um, but it's only the first step. Because what that does is it says, hey, look, we're a university which will not consider your need when we look to see, and we're going to open the door, and now you have the capability of being of going to our school. Does that, and that's the first step. But the step second one. step is, step one. But the second step is once you get into the school, you know, you, you have to then determine, well, how am I going to pay the tuition? And yep. thankfully, schools that do tout themselves as being a need-blind admission school. Also back it up with the aid that's necessary so the student can go. Uh, wow. So the first step, one of the important things is, well, uh, what does that mean? A- anybody that uh, applies to the school? Well, some schools leave it so that you have to be a domestic student versus international. Others say, well, we can't do transfers. Uh, you know, we've got to, we do just right. ones that are admitting. So there's, there, that's, there's a couple of different nuances or qualifications. A lot of, but there are some schools that just say, hey, look, anybody who, who meets the, the, the criteria get in. How uh, many, how many schools do that? There's, there's, there's a hundred, over a hundred student, uh, schools do this. And you're going to find that in order for them to do this, they have, these have to be schools that are well off. Schools that yeah. normally have large endowments. So they include all the Ivy League schools, and they will also include other prestigious schools such as Stanford, John Hopkins, Vandy, Vanderbilt, Duke, Northwestern, et cetera. And there are a number mm-hmm. of these elite small liberal arts colleges that are well-known schools such as uh, uh, William uh, Grinnell, Amherst. So there's 107 of them all together, and mm-hmm. so that, that kind of uh, fits the bill. So Washington University, where I went to school, is uh, is one that. So w- what happens is once you get in, you you are qualified. You then work with the school, and quite often they'll just say, "Hey, look, we've got a large endowment. We're going to give you the ride." Now, what is the ride? 
Number one, if the ride is, is it tuition? Yes, usually. Is it books? Yes, it is. Is it room and board? Yes. Is it a, uh, is it a, a meal allowance? Uh, well, probably you have to eat at their cafeteria and maybe get a free ride there. So what consists of the aid is one thing. And yeah. also the rules that you, that they apply to create whether you have a need for mm. financial aid. This is where the formulae comes into, into play because there's usually a form that's filled out and that form is pretty structured so that you just put the information down. The university will take a look at it and decide whether you get or not. This isn't one where you can you negotiate usually. In fact, you might be to your disadvantage if you try to get too too picky with respect to it. And don't yeah. don't go criticizing their rules because that's not going to help you get in. No. Um, so so yeah, uh, I would say though, as we take a look at this this topic, the key here is to remember. Always think in terms of what you feel comfortable with as a school to go to. First so and foremost. Though, first and yes, foremost. And the, the good news is these large institutions, and there are a couple of state schools that are involved in this, but usually mm. not Michigan is an example of one of those. But right. the, the, key, the key to it is to remember that these large schools usually have a large, vast number of programs. So your major you might be looking at is probably going to be there. Uh, but Again, yeah. you need to have the comfort level with respect to the all overall ambiance, the environment, whatever that you're going to be uh, plucked, at, you're going to be staying for the next four plus years. So, yeah, it's a commitment. Yeah, it's, it is a commitment. You know, you know what I like about it? In fact, I, I was talking to uh, Sarah, our friend from Australia, that I yeah I, I usually go over the show with her on on Fridays. So we talked yesterday a little about this topic and. She said uh, what she liked about it, she says it's getting to where education should be. She says, this is like flirting with free education, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. In a way. And, and, and yeah, uh, education for everybody. And, you know, I remember back when someone told me, they said, you know, have you heard what's going on with uh, telephones? And this was like 40 years ago. And and uh, I said, no, what? He says, someday in the future, phones will be free. I said, what do you mean? It'll be like a utility. You pay a certain amount a month, and, and you just call anywhere you want, anytime you want. And I thought to myself, about. how could that yeah. ever happen? Yeah, and at the time, I thought the same thing. That's impossible, you know, market forces being what they are. But sure enough, it did happen. And this is kind of starting to sniff the same way to me. You know, it's starting to feel that same way, and it is definitely a win-win situation. When you go uh, uh, need blind, what what happens here? is that, number one, you're going to get the best students. Number two, you're going to then attract the best students who have money. And then number right. three, you're going, to, you're going to attract donors for endowments. Exactly. So, so you're going to be able to, to basically, that endowment that you're relying upon the school yeah. is, is going to be yeah. increased. People oh, want to be associated with, with a, uh, a winner, someone who's helping people and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a trifecta. It's a pretty good deal. So I'm glad we got to talk about this some. I think it's a good it's idea. Deal. Yeah. Hey. Outstanding. Hey. 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 Wait. 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 Groner. Groners. Groner. Groners. I think we're ready for Groners. Groners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. The coach. And the coach has delivered as usual. And what I've decided to do is to keep with the uh, the, the the cat theme, the tiger theme. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a couple on. I think this one we might have used before, so this might be a test for comprehension, but let's try it. Ah, let's try it. Uh, what type of store does a tiger shop when it loses its tail? What type of store does a tiger shop at when it loses its tail? I do not know. It's tail. Retail store. Oh, so obvious, you know. That's yeah, this is, is like seeing the forest for the trees, you know. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Wow. Okay, thank well, you, John. Thank you. You schooled me on so, that one. Okay, so here's the next one. What town cats fly out of when they travel? What town do cats fly out of when they travel? Now that's a, it's just a little rough, so I'm going to give you a little little hint. Let me take a, let me take a, let me take a let me let me okay. take a shot. Go for Cat it, Catman. Catman do. That isn't the one I came up with. Uh, this town okay. is located in North Carolina. Catalina? No, that's us, California. Oh, did he take a? Did, did he fly or did he take a catamaran? He. <laughs> He basically he took a he took a plane, okay, a plane, a small fixed wing plane, small fixed wing. Piper Cub. What kind? I'm gonna have to give it. I'm gonna have to give you the answer. Kitty okay. Hawk, North Carolina. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, very good, John. Very good, Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Kitty Hawk. I like some of my answers better, to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to have to give you if, – if this was a contest, I'd have to give you some partial credit. But we're not – It's we not, though. This is no. – no, it's not because we're no. not – we don't believe in sibling rivalry. At least no, this uh, is not, on, not on the show. Not on the show. We try to keep the ugly stuff off the show. Got it. Okay, yeah. all good. Later. Later. Later.